Hello. Doo <laughs> Welcome to a very spooky or not so spooky episode of Pictures Without Pictures. Today we are discussing the 2018 movie Halloween. Reese, how are you today? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. So if I yawn randomly, it's I just apology. assume that's standard because be of the, my my the way I talk and how boring I am as a person. Um, I, it breaks wow. my heart when it happens. It took literally to thirty seconds for you to throw in a self-deprecating joke. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, no, I mean, it, I would have done it faster, but I'm just not very good at managing to uh, do that kind of thing. Wait, this is becoming <laughs> a bit messy now. Let's uh, move on. This is like the slasher of my heart. Um, so this is mm. this is the spooky um, October version of Pictures Without Pictures. I believe this is. Uh, oh, we did do Gladiator at the beginning of October. That's just because we had already delayed that one. It was mainly because we were delayed, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is our this is our Halloween movie. It's called Halloween. We will be doing another spooky movie next week, um, and I will reveal which one that is at the end of the stream. Um, mm-hmm. Reese will probably not be surprised because I've mentioned it a bunch of times recently. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. today we're talking about Halloween and Michael Myers, who I keep shortening to Mike Myers, but a quick Google before the start of the show made me realise that Mike it's Myers is actually actor. a real person. He's an actor. Yeah, it's the actor. And so plays, I should, uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> I should probably say Michael Myers. Instead, I did not know it's, that bit of trivia. It's funny now because you'll get, the, you'll get one of the jokes to making Baby Driver, where one of the characters goes to buy... Um, Mike Michael Myers masks, but he buys masks of Mike Myers instead, <laughs> and he's like, "No, he meant <laughs> like, no." He said Michael Myers. This is Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, I don't even have my notes. It's a up. really dumb bit. Yeah, just realised I don't even have my notes up. Uh, Reese, what are your overall impressions on this movie? Fucking, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this film. I don't like it. Reese does not like this um, film because it's. Uh, we'll get obviously we'll get into Ooh, it. Actually, sorry. General... First of all, I should mention I forgot to say the idea behind this uh, was that Reese oh, yeah, has seen yeah. the original Halloween movie and I have not. Um, about I've a... seen the first three or four originals. Yeah, like, which helps with the content with the context of uh, the this being a reboot. Yeah, it's a soft reboot, isn't it? And I've never. It's a it's a retcon of the first. Oh movie. really? It's um, it's it takes the first movie and retcons the ending. Oh dear. Um, and changes it, which I'll explain. Okay. Um, I've seen no Halloween movies, and in fact, I think I should go on record right now and say, as far as uh, horror movies go, I've seen Insidious, and I've seen a movie okay. where a baby was the Antichrist. Um, and it really shouldn't count, but I'm counting it. I've also seen Shaun of the Dead, and I was very young, and that movie is meant to be funny, and I was terrified the entire time. It does have <laughs> its spooky moments, to be fair. Yeah. Although it's somewhat offset by Queen playing at the same time. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's literally the extent of spooky movies I've seen. I'm really not a spooky movie kind of a guy. Um, whereas I have seen, obviously, the original Halloweens. I've watched m- Probably all but like, a few of the Friday the 13th films. You're like a films. connoisseur of spooky movies. I've seen a lot of more modern films. Um, I've seen, obviously, the new It and It Part 2 that came out. Uh, what else did I watch recently? There's some good net- net horror movies on Netflix I've watched. What, re- one recently, which called um, House of the Witch, which was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, a Saw movies, but that's not really horror. That's just gore. Um, also, if you've, yeah. you've not seen... Um, 
you've not seen I mean no wrong way to start that sentence they're not movies but you also very much enjoyed The Haunting of Hill House and you are yes. either finished or currently watching Haunting of Bly Manor uh, finished now very good it was very good there you go there's a quick pictures of our pictures on that series um, so yes sorry let me get back to you your thoughts on this movie um, yeah so I, my, my issue is this is it feels like they've kind of taken everything that's been learned about horror and what made it good back in the 70s and 80s and took a big shit on it basically <laughs> they, they kind of didn't do anything that made the old ones good all they did was it, it it feels like this film is very much like uh guys we brought halloween back all these other horror franchises are bringing their guys back so we're doing it too because <laughs> I, if i remember correctly halloween was one of like the original slash movies mm. is one of the first to do it yeah it predates it predates friday the 13th yeah um, which i originally thought was the first one but no halloween was in the 70s psycho would Psycho be a slasher? I would say probably Psycho. Psycho, yes, I'd say it would be a slasher, yeah. Because, mm. yeah, slasher connotates to um, a horror movie where someone kills people. Mm. Like, like. Yeah, I guess yeah. it would be then. I mean, I haven't seen it, but we were talking about it a bit back in uni, and apparently people were literally fainting out of fear in the cinema because mm. nothing like it had come out before. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And now you go back and watch it. We did watch the scene that apparently made people faint, and it was just like, pff, lol. <laughs> that is just a testament to the times and everything yeah. and cultures as well. Like, and just the advancement of technology in general, for sure. Mm. Like all that stuff you could very easily see in a film that's not even a horror now. Yeah. So. So here's my impression on this movie. Um, ah! <laughs> Turns out I spook easy. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I, I, not necessarily saying it was a good movie, although I particularly enjoyed it a huge amount. But it definitely mm. got fright out of me. Um, maybe not so much in the final act, but definitely in the middle when he had just escaped and he was starting out with his murders. Um, yeah. See, my heart was that was one of the things that was good. Scenes, which yeah, is that that stuff was good because it was a good start. And mm. I was like, if they keep this up, then it's gonna be great. But then they kind of just trailed off <laughs> yeah. of the main point of Mike Myers. So. A, a good contrast is how they, they how they implemented him into Dead by Daylight as well, the mm. game, in that they took the idea of him stalking people and made it his whole thing, as oh, like his mechanic okay. of the game. The, his his whole in why he's different to um, your standard one. Say I say Jason is is a pretty like basic basic bitch when it comes to a slasher movie yeah he's friday the 13th slasher right? movie monster. yeah yeah friday the 13th so Cocky he's pretty stand. he just turns up and kills you he's right or like he'll pop out somewhere and kill you like or he'll hide behind something and then pop out and kill you like it's there's nothing but the idea of michael myers is he stalks and he hangs around and builds up the tension and then he gets you and then it's like okay that didn't happen a lot um no and that's why i don't like the movie because they ruined what makes michael myers michael myers mm. And what makes Halloween a movie? Because it's about the tension. I mean, and at one point he, he dead? literally is he not? just starts is he good? walking he into not? people's houses and killing them. For he no does. Reason. He d he does that, mm. but he doesn't kill them for no reason. He just takes their shit. Yeah. And then if they if they do something to, I think if they're in any way, I'm trying to remember. In the original film, um, he, it's a similar kind of thing. He like breaks out of a, I think, so I'm, I'm mainly doing this for your benefit, but just as a like, sort of descriptor to compare as well. Um, in the original film, um, he kills his sister when he's a, when he's a little boy. Um, mm. He's then put away um, to be in like a, a psycho ward or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, he's taken away to a mental 
hospital. That's the word. Um, he then goes through like m multiple doctors, um, to which he lands on the current doctor in the movie, who basically says there's no cure for him. He is just pure evil and goes on his whole tirade. Mm. He's like, I've never met anyone like that. Like any, anything that would describe pure evil, but that man is it. Um, obviously a lot of year, many years go by of him being there. Um, he then escapes um, and obviously kills a few people on the way to get to where he needs to. And then the entire movie is him stalking his uh, relative, Lori. Yeah. Um, and she sees him like just standing in areas and just being like just existing in areas and stuff. But then he starts killing the people that relate to her or like oh. have interacted with her. Yeah. Um, and then to this final climax where she walks into a room and all of these dead bodies are strewn about and also the tombstone of his dead sister is also in the bedroom. Oh wow. And so people are just strewn about never and it's a brilliant build up of tension just to that climax. Yeah. And then which goes up to like the final confrontation. And it's fantastically done. Um, he doesn't attack her until that very, very end, but he's constantly there. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 played around of like one of the things I like about those old slasher movies and Halloween is more so for that is it's a case of when is when are they going to jump out because there's so many there's yeah. there's long periods where you don't see them but you know they're there because the tension's there and like the the spookiness is there. There was one scene doing like something. that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I don't know if it's like this in the original. I imagine the difference is um, in this version. The character who was looking for him had a shotgun, um, but it still built mm. tension. This is uh, towards the end of a movie when it's uh, I don't remember any of the characters' names. You'll have to excuse me, but the original character, the older lady, um, Laurie. She's, Laurie, she's she's looking around for him and she's very tactfully set her house up so she can you know close off rooms that she's already been in and so he can't jump out at her from behind or anything. Um, and then she goes upstairs into the attic with a room with first of all. Did you really not see this coming? You put all those mannequins in the attic. Uh, you, mm -hmm. you, you didn't see how that was going to fuck you over later. But that I think that scene uh, built tension. Maybe not yeah. as good as the original. I haven't seen it, but I think it built tension. Um, it did a good job. That, that, that scene I did quite like, because I think it was the original. It was the original duo, you know? It was the original, you know, yeah. uh, Predator and Prey kind of deal. Um, and they did that quite well, I think, because there was definitely... Cause, I think it went on in a way that wasn't very good, though. Like, mm. it, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it was very obvious what was happening. It was very obvious he was going to jump at any point. The the point of the original movie was you don't know. Like the character's not the character doesn't know they're going to get jumped out on. Yeah. Um, and it kind of like puts like kind of a hitch in that tension. Yeah. If the character has knowledge of it, it's not as interesting because it's like. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's what it's I was thinking expected. about while I was watching the movie. They're referring to him mm. as Michael. Um, yeah. To be fair, at this point, I didn't know that they also knew what his... I thought he was just a random killer in the first movie. Um, but I, I was thinking, like, maybe he's annoyed that, like, they keep almost humanising him by calling out his name when they're looking for him, if you know what I mean. Whereas before, he was more scary because of he was anonymous. But I guess that's not how that played out. I'm no, not sure. it's not. He, he, he's the, the, the whole point is that he's related to them, gotcha. which is why he's going after them, because he's just basically trying to kill his family. So is he related to Laurie at all, or was she one of the... Yes. Um, I, I forget the specific details, but I believe, yeah, I can't remember the specific relation, but yes, they're related. That's why he goes after her in the original. Gotcha. Um, um, so yeah, I guess going through the movie a bit then, uh, when it opens, um, first of all, I think the... Asylum was very tropey. 
Um, there was a lot yes. of tropey stuff in this movie, but I think a lot of horror movies are tropey, aren't they? That's part of the... Uh, mm. You enjoy the familiarity of them and stuff, but... Yeah, I, I mean, it's the idea of a special movie like this. They're trying to recapture, like, what it was mm. back then um, by, like, modernising it somewhat and changing it, but also trying to keep some of the tropes alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that scene was odd, Yeah, for sure. They, when, they, when they described Michael Myers as pure evil... Um, even though they're like you know professional, well you know it's it's it doesn't necessarily look like the kind of place you would expect to find in real life for people like that. But um, mm. in the movie, they're presented as like real doctors and stuff, or maybe not doctors, but scientists of some sort. Um, like having them like say something's pure evil instead of like going into the mental like side of it. Um, mm. That was. I, I said that set up Michael Myers quite nicely, um, but that also does feel a little bit cliche at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, I did like the little nuance of tie your left shoelace, because uh, you'd be surprised what sets some of these people off and all that. Mm. Um, but yeah, but that scene where the the uh, reporters um, go to try and have an interview of him, you're just like, why, why, why would you... <laughs> Yeah, you're just asking for it at this point. <laughs> it's so odd that that's the setup that gets them there, though. It's it's so strange because they're such throwaway characters as well. Like they're not True. explored. They're 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 explored like briefly to give context to why they're there, and then they're killed off. The and it's thing like, is, um, <laughs> I think they were very much a means to an end because you've got to remember this is a soft reboot made for people like me who've never seen the original, and mm. to me, I did get a lot of important exposition from well, the reporters. It's, it's almost it's it's not so much a soft reboot like that. It's almost like a hard it's almost like a it's like a it's like a retcon sequel mm. to the original. Right. Um because the idea is um in the original film in this version of the canon, he's recaptured and put back. Um and then 40 years later, so obviously Laura is right. obviously still feeling the effects of it. Um and, uh, which is obviously why like the sheriff knows about Michael because obviously he dealt with him back then and why Laurie's so weird about it yeah um, but yeah it just feels like it, it feels strange that they're there and it just feels like that's just a, it's just a person for someone to kill um, <laughs> I, t I knew they were going to die level. the entire time I was yeah. like there's no way these people live to the end of a like, movie give them some level of um, personality and then yeah. immediately kill them. Yeah, they have like no motivation to be doing what they're doing. Like, why are they so obsessed yeah. with this guy besides just reporting yeah. and journalism? There's, n there's and not the only much reason to them. For many ways, is to get the mask, which is yeah. fucking pandering as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the only reason that's there is pure pandering. I was thinking, like, surely I... any, any, like I said, not really sure how this facility works, but surely any doctor or therapist or even scientist worth their two cents wouldn't like be like, yeah, sure, show him the mask he used. Yeah, that's probably fine. You can bring that with you. Why not? Like mm -hmm. <laughs> that that felt a bit weird. Like how they shoehorned the mask in. That, that was definitely that stuck out to me a little bit. Because hmm. um, the mask was the mask in the original was kind of just a thing that just ha sort of happened. And then it became so iconic as a result. Like, yeah. it was just a Halloween mask that he picked up and put on. There were a few things like face. that where it felt like it went outside the movie, where they were pointing mm. at it and being like, eh, uh, eh. Uh. Yeah. You know, and that, that's... It didn't feel natural. It didn't feel like they were trying to make a good horror movie. It felt like they were trying to 
make a make some fan service effectively. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, yeah, that's the right word for it. It did feel fan servicey. Like like I said, Michael is presented with mythological reverence uh, throughout most of the first mm. act of the movie. Like it's like, oh my god. Well, it's Michael that's Brown. that's that's pretty good to a degree as well because that's kind of done in the first. I mean, it, it's done more subtly and more interesting through the Doctor's character who. I think he's just a really interesting character in the originals, for sure. He's in the first and second, I believe, or and the, maybe the third. Mm. Yeah, I think he's in the third as well, because he almost dies in the second, and he's about in the third one. Um, but, yeah, they they play it off like it's, um, like, he, he's pure evil, and there's, like, because I believe his, his, obviously it is Michael, but I believe his actual, like, horror persona is called The Shape. Right. Um, because he's just he's just the shape of a man who's yeah. evil i think is the idea but he's the shape of a man but that shape is pure evil yeah um and i just like I, it's an interesting idea they throw about of like how um no one is truly evil apart from him yeah <laughs> um which which is like there's, there's definitely like a weird mis mysteriousness to it especially as the fucker doesn't die ever as well <laughs> i know Good right Lord. that's the question i've been meaning to ask you is he supposed to have superhuman strength and like he, regeneration in the original film he gets stabbed like two or three times um pretends to die gets back up <laughs> and then gets shot with a full revolver falls out of a window and then disappears <laughs> right so that scene when Laurie fell out of a window and then he looked back and she was gone was a callback. That I felt was like it a shot-for-shot shot recreation of him falling out the window. I felt like that was a callback when I was watching it, but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, he does in this movie, he does get, like, shot in the shoulder. Um, he gets... Uh, I know he gets shot in the head at one point, doesn't he? And he's fine. Like, I don't yeah, know. that was a bit bullshit. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, let's be honest. And there was something else as well, wasn't there? Um... Oh yeah, he got fucking hit by a car and then he's just fine afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, I think he gets hit by a car in the original as well. Okay, one thing I'm going to have to point out, by the way, um, is because I haven't watched yeah. a lot of horror movies, I'm extremely naive. I think in my notes at the point, I was like, oh my god, they just straight up killed him, huh? <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, but I think that's why this movie was effective for me, because I have not seen a lot of horror movies. I'm not used to a lot of horror tropes and stuff like that. Um, and... Um, I actually think it's maybe better that way. Like, if I'd seen this movie after watching loads of horror movies, I probably would have just been like, oh, this is kind of shit. Uh, but I think because I'm not familiar with horror movies and stuff like that, I got something out of it that maybe um, other people didn't. And that's not necessarily uh, good from a critical standpoint. Like, the movie definitely has issues. Um, but I guess at least it spooked me. <laughs> not that I was thanking you while I was watching that and getting spooked. So I'm looking up a just how, how how much he gets attacked in the first one. I'm curious, so I'm just gonna quickly look it up. Okay. While you're looking it yeah. up, I'm just gonna say I liked the quote when uh, the the reporters go and talk to Laurie, and she says Michael Myers murdered five people, and he's a human being. We need to understand. I'm twice divorced, twice divorced, and I'm a basket case. And I was just like, yeah, tell him. <laughs> mm. That's uh, that's kind of reminiscent to the way we see a lot of. Uh, a lot of things being treated in media in real life mm. of like oh you know so and so <laughs> they they make certain people sympathetic that shouldn't be and they villainize certain people that shouldn't be villainized the the media but let's not get into my opinions on the on the media and news and stuff like that because uh, we'll be here all day with me ranting and raving 
<laughs> How's it going? I've run out of vamping without moving on in a minute. It's all good. So, uh, just just here as well, by the way. There's like many like ti different timelines of this, by the way. Right. So, there's just the 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 normal uh, sort of the, the night he came home is the original uh, 1978. Um, oh, it's not even called Halloween. Uh, no, 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 it's called Halloween, but oh. like the, the 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 idea in the timeline is that's the night he came home, and then the oh, whole okay. murders and that happened. And then it goes into the four six timeline where he hunts for Jamie, who is a descendant of his relative or something. I think it he, that's his niece, I think. Right. Um. And then it goes into the remakes, which they get a bit more. They get a lot more bloody and gory. Um. In 2007, and then you've got the final timeline, which is the current timeline that they're doing now, where they're doing two more films after the one that just came out. Oh, are they? Like two years ago. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was gonna. It was say, gonna come out this. It was coming out this year, this month. I was gonna say the delayed. ending was kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll get there when we get there, but yeah. Um, um. But yeah, he gets. Let's see. He get. He gets shot a bunch. He gets stabbed. Uh, this is in the original uh, movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is the original movie. So let's have a look. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people die. Blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. So Laurie stabs him when when being chased with a with a wire hanger and his own knife, um, which then he falls down. Um, he then gets back up again and attacks there, which he rips off his mask and he's like, "No, put the mask on." Um, and then Dr. Loomis pops in and shoots him six times, and then he falls off a balcony. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't show us, or they mostly don't show us his face to kind of like big up the whole point that he wears a mask and we don't know what he fully looks like. But we it did is. see a side view of his face, and they made his face look as scary as the mask is, and I feel like that detracts from the whole point of the mask. That's, yeah, because he just looked like, he kind of just looked like a normal dude um, when they pulled his mask off in the original. Well, yeah. oh, he was right, just yeah, a normal see. dude, yeah. and he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and put it back on. Yeah. Like his focus went like stop. His focus went from kill Laurie, kill Laurie to oh my mask is off. Better put my mask back on. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Which then allowed Doctor Loomis to pop in and be like, "Oi, Michael, bang, bang, bang," which is a great scene, by the way. <laughs> it's a fucking great scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um the original uh actor who did uh who played the shape was the same one who did it in the uh in the new one. So. Yeah, I was wondering. It's cool. I think yeah, it was him, him and obviously uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis reprised their roles. Cool. Um, um, yeah. So how did I guess this is jumping ahead, but I am curious. How did you feel about them turning uh, the Doctor into a villain of having him? That pissed him? me off. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought they were gonna go the same route they did with Doctor Loomis. I fucking loved Doctor Loomis's character. I thought it was really interesting in the first film and some and the sequels. Um, but yeah, he just sort of came out of nowhere, and I was like. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And at that point, I was wondering if they had killed him and the rest of the movie was just going to be him becoming the That's what killer. I thought as well. I yeah. thought they were going to do some sort of whole, like, the evil passes on thing <laughs> yeah. and try to do their own original thing. And I was like, that's a bold move and interesting. But then he was okay, so I was like, why then? Yeah. What's the fucking point? Yeah. It just, it just felt like... It was like... such an odd... You could easily remove that entire fucking part of yeah. him in and it's fine it would be the same exact movie just it would be <laughs> less bullshit yeah but like that's what i mean a lot of this film was just bullshit <laughs> like it just it felt like they didn't understand like I, I get obviously taking like 
obviously taking creative direction and like going different routes and stuff with this kind of thing. Yeah. Trying your own thing, which I thought they were going to try and do. But no, they just did a really bad job of the old movie. They just redid the old movie but did a worse job. <laughs> like they didn't understand the tension of the scenes, they didn't yeah. understand what made Michael Myers scary. Yeah. They didn't understand anything like that. There was no subtlety, which was the entire point of the first movie. So you're saying you're excited for the for the next two reboot movies? I'll watch it because I'll be interested <laughs> to see what they do. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like they're just going for fucking spectacle now, and it's like yeah. nobody wants that. Who watched the original film? Yeah, suspense, and not spectacle. Exactly. That's like the obvious... point of these horror movies. Yeah. And and you know shit's going down when the soundtrack kicks in. Yeah. And the Michael Myers soundtrack is soundtrack. fucking amazing. I was gonna mention the, the soundtrack. soundtrack. Did they change it? No, it. They. I think they kept it more or less yeah, the same. Yeah, I was same. gonna say because I actually recognised it, so I must have seen it from some referential stuff in media before, uh, or heard yeah. it, I should say. Um, but I liked how, like, not necessarily just his theme, but a lot of stuff was very uh, kind of retro and eighties sounding. Yeah. Uh, when the suspense was happening, that was nice. But I like. I just like. I just like the music when he's chasing people. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Because it's it's like, because it's uh he might be he might be still behind you or he might not be um it's that kind of music it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so we meet the family the the younger family, um mm. not long after the reporters failed to get anything out of Laurie and then go off and well we'll come back to them in a minute, <laughs> but yeah so we meet we meet the younger family and I I wrote down that the dad talks about trapping mice to murder their whole family he later breaks the mouse trap and hurts himself foreshadowing question mark um mm. but i don't think it was necessarily a huge prediction that he was going to end up dead he he was very much murder bait mm. uh when whenever i mean saw most him. most people that aren't the main character are murder bait unless it's a scream film mm. scream films are fucking brilliant for that stuff oh, okay. and i haven't watched scream i haven't watched scream in fucking ages and rewatch it but scream's <laughs> brilliant for that kind of thing yeah um they did was it i want to say was it scream or was it another film I forget what it was, but like you do not like uh, uh, aside from like a couple people that are obvious, like you do not know who's gonna die. Yeah. Because for one, you don't know who the killer is. Yeah. Because cool. the entire point of Scream is you don't know who the killer is. It's one of them. Yeah. That, that does sound cool. We should do that at some point for this. Yeah, Scream's brilliant. Um, Scream's less horror for sure. It's just more, um, I guess psychological. Yeah. It's not psychological. Um. <laughs> And obviously it's... Because the entire point of uh, Ghostface is that he knows everything about them and uses those things against them to kill them. Yeah. Which, so, oh, brilliant. <laughs> Love Scream. So uh, I wrote a little bit about... Um, there's this scene where... Um, oh my god, what's the granddaughter called again? Vicky? No, that's the babysitter. The, the granddaughter's called something. Well, either way. The granddaughter and her friends are talking. They're walking about, and they're talking about Halloween. I found that scene, mm. the acting in that scene wasn't great. Uh, the yeah. conversation didn't feel very natural. Um, but the perspective of questioning what makes a few knife murders so horrifying in this day and age uh, kind of mirrors what uh, young people ask about the old horror movies. Like, why were people so afraid of Psycho? Yeah. It was just some dude killing people. Nowadays, a lot of mm. horror movies tap into supernatural stuff or spectacle. Cough, cough. Because yeah, um, it becomes more fear of the unknown or yeah. fear of you know, being violently killed. You exactly. Know, um, tortured and all that. And you could write a whole think piece about how that's that's indicative of how uh, younger generations maybe have 
like they've seen they've been normalized to some horror stuff but also like you can't really empathize 100% with horrific events unless they happen and the way we see news and stuff as well you see that kind of stuff happening every day so it's like oh what's so different about this when when it's always horrific when stuff like that happens and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. um but i think the movie kind of i i took this as like a clever comment in the movie of like oh they're they're, they're making fun of people who don't know why the old horror movies are scary um but then this movie does kind of betray itself on that front, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, we can't just have Michael Myers killing a few people because that's been done before. We have to we have to make it more of a spectacle, like you said mm. earlier. So I think <laughs> I think maybe it, it betrays itself a little bit in that scene. I mean, I'm not, say- I'm not saying the original wasn't a spectacle. I mean, the way he, he set everything up for Laurie to walk in was ob- quite obviously spectacle, but it was a build-up to the spectacle, and the spectacle yeah. wasn't wasn't the entirety of the movie it was the climax hmm. which is what you want in one of these like the final yeah. confrontation between the killer and the survivor yeah um which is always how it's very tropey but it's always how these horror films go and it's great um but i just i just realized i just thought of a good example of um a scene that's fantastic and builds tension brilliantly um in halloween in the second halloween um the entire the entirety of the second halloween is they're in a hospital hmm. Oh, that sounds like um, a nice place to be. <laughs> oh, it's a brilliant film. And there's a point where the the power gets cut out, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, he's fucking with the power. So the security guard goes out, and like he hears like rustling in like a bin. He looks in, like a cat jumps out, and he's like, ah, jump scare, gotcha. Yeah. Then he goes into the thing, um, because I think you see like a very subtle like. There's there's a point where you see him walk in to an area, and he kind of like disappears like behind a door or something. Yeah. And then a little bit later, the security guard goes in there to like sort the power out, and you're like, "Fuck! Well, he's dead now. He's all alone. He's in a dark area." <laughs> but then he goes and turns the lights on and goes back, and nothing happens. Oh. And you're like, "What?" <laughs> oh. But he, but he killed a man. <laughs> um, and then, and then he, he gets him later, and it's just I think that's perfectly how you, you're not only are you building up that tension, but you're keeping the audience guessing at the same time, and so you're like when when then <laughs> like yeah which i think is something that was brilliantly done yeah, that's cool sense of expectation sure. isn't it yeah yeah and it, it's done so perfectly this is like it, it follows it follows michael myers too closely hmm. um the idea is he's just a thing he's just a thing that turns up yeah and but you you see it's almost like you see behind the curtain yeah. you see the magic happening you see him walk from point a to point b yeah. Exactly. Um, whereas before you'd be at point A, and then you go over to point B for a bit, and then he and then he'd be there, and yeah. you're like, oh, where'd he come from? You know, which is the entire like there was a level of mysteriousness and spookiness to that, and that it was supernatural. It felt supernatural, yeah. and wasn't actively said, oh, it's supernatural. It was just like, fuck, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, there were a few times when I was wondering, like, is there going to be a moment where he pops up somewhere where he couldn't feasibly come from? Um, but I don't no, think the, the, there's always because... yeah the, the, they did that in, in the original as well it, it was always like a case of it was feasible like yeah. he would turn up somewhere where he could be arguably I mean somewhere a bit weird like turning up in, a, in the back seat of a car that was in a garage in someone's house yeah that yeah. one was a bit like how did he get in the car or did she just <laughs> not lock the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah true um, so the fake jump scares start happening at this point because I think it's a cheap way of building tension um, yeah. At first of all, uh, one of the guys jumps out from a hedge and goes, "Ah, no, 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 you're an 
guess all of that's mm. so one million percent. I don't even watch horror movies, and I know how overdone that is. Um, it's <laughs> uh, but then uh, the next jump scare was just when it cut to uh, Laurie and she was at a shooting range, and it's just like gunshot, and then suddenly it's like, oh, you realize yeah. where you are. That one, that one got me issue, annoyingly. Jump scares. <laughs> the the only reason jump scares work is because the tension's working. Right. And p- using using them as a way to build tension is fucking terrible, and yeah. so cheap. Yeah, like, of course. The gunshot you, you didn't get me jumps... at all, obviously. I mean, I, I don't know who would even yeah, say but the, that. Yeah, but that was because you weren't <laughs> expecting it, not because the yeah, tension true. was building and you got scared. Well, I did say happened. I got annoyed by it. Um, in oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, like, that was pointless. If you're getting annoyed by a jump scare, <laughs> yeah. then it, clearly you're not into the movie. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You're not immersed enough in the tension. Or I was like, well no done, tension. I jumped for no reason. That was that was just exactly. kind of my thought at that point. Um, That's what I mean. Like in, in a moment, like the scene I described, obviously with the cat and stuff as well. You're in you're in that moment. You're in that with the character, and so you you could see it as like you're opening, like you're looking around. You open the thing. Ah, there's a cat. Fuck. You know, <laughs> that's you in that moment. Yeah. Um, which is how tension should work. Mm. You should be in that moment so that you. It's almost as if you're reacting to it like the character is. Yeah. Yeah, true. Which is why it makes it scary, because you're in it. Yeah. Um, I like. I kind of like the dinner table scene where Laurie crashes uh, the party and then she can't stop mm. going on about how um, anxious she is about Michael Myers. And Although that does seem to contrast with her later state of being where she's like, I've been waiting for him to escape for ages so I can fucking kill him. Um, mm. But I guess she's just more worried about her family at this point in the movie. Um I think they really captured the essence of a chaotic character changing the tone of a scene. Um, yeah. And, like, situations like that can happen in real life, sadly, and stuff like that. Um, of just, like, oh, God, this person's in the room and they're kind of a wild card, uh, you know, as, yeah, as yeah, unfortunate yeah. as that can be sometimes. But I think I think that scene captured that very well. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, an, it was an exploration of the character because... Um, it's interesting because it's it's the it's the idea of effects of trauma on a person, yeah. you know, and something as horrific as that for sure. And knowing that the reason that all that stuff happened is still uh, knocking about, yeah. and oh no, he's coming after me again. Yeah. Or, or like that fear of like he could be coming after me again. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if he followed and, yeah. his initial uh, initially established characteristics, he probably would have been following her immediately, right? Like you said, he stalks people and he goes after people who's related to him. So. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird that he took that detour, first of all, but I guess maybe that was just on the way to her, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. At first, though, it definitely seemed like random killings to me. Mm. Um, I mean, that's, that's that's part of it, it's kind of the point. Like, uh, the, the killings usually happen because it's a, it means to get something. Mm. So, like, he went... Um, typically, he would have... Because, like, the old... Because he, he went to the mechanic as well, and the same reason he went and killed them, to get the overalls... Uh, to kill the people to get the mask, to get the overalls, gotcha. because that was his original look as well. Yeah. So again, pandery pandering. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, in the original, it was a case of like he killed this guy because he had a, he had a car, mm. um, so he could get there, and then he just used the overalls that were there and changed out of his hospital stuff. You wouldn't steal a car. Um, and then he kills people, and then uh, from there on, I'm pretty sure he doesn't kill anyone else. Like he. No, no, no! I'm wrong. No, he wrong. he attacks he attacks the people in the car when he's escaping. Where Doctor Loomis is in the car as well, because Doctor Loomis leaves the car, and then to find him, and then he sort of 
gets gets around him and then attacks the nurse that's still in the car and then steals the car. Don't forget when he's in the neighbourhood in the mid kind of act of the movie. He kills someone with a hammer to get the knife, but then he just kills someone else. I don't think he's killing them for any particular reason. He just kills people randomly and it's like... That definitely made me like Roma. I was like, when he killed a person with a hammer to get the knife, I went, okay. Um, But when he then went into the next house and just shoved the knife through that lady's throat, I was like... The thing is as well with that, he does... They basically copy that scene to a degree, except he doesn't kill them. He just walks in, takes the knife and leaves. Yeah. Because they're completely unrelated to anyone or anything. Yeah. Also, um... Hang on a minute. I've lost my notes. Oh, there they are. <laughs> well, I didn't lose my notes. I lost my brain. Um, I was, I was. We're we're now at the point in the movie because we did kind of like jump ahead a bit. But um, if we go yeah. back to uh, the bus crash, um, and we don't we don't really know why the bus crashes or how that happens, but it's um, not really. Apparently, important. Michael attacked uh, someone. Gotcha. And it caused some some chain of events. Not that surprising. I think we're just like to kind of assume yeah. that. Um, but yeah, don't. I, I said out loud, "Don't go in the bus," and then I wrote that down because yeah. it's like the very horror movie thing of talking to the characters on the screen. I was like, "Don't go in the bus." <laughs> don't go in there. He's behind the yeah. door. <laughs> and then my next note is all in capital letters. Yo, that kid fucking died. <laughs> yeah. When he snapped that kid's neck, like yikes. Yeah. Straight up kid death, huh? Okay. Um. And then um. So that's when the police become aware of the situation. And I wrote down the very stupid question, What are we going to do? Cancel Halloween? Um, and this movie's any indication, and yeah, maybe you should have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's not long before we see the journalists at the gas station. And I went, oh dear, they are journalists that we saw at the start of the movie, and they are at a gas, they are at a gas station. I feel like this is their end. And sure enough, it was. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I'm not going to shortchange that scene because I thought it was horrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. But again, completely com- portrays how the character works. Yes. I mean, well, not entirely. I mean, the the, the idea obviously is because they had something he wanted. Like they they still played into that of like that they he they, he killed them because they had something he wanted. Yeah. Um, or needed or whatever. But obviously that obviously led to pandering. But. Um, I think I think it was good because it, it did show off like, um, like just his how terrifying he is and how strong yeah. he is as well. Yeah. Um, it was a good indicator for that. I think. Yeah. So it was a good setup. Um, and these are the yeah. first characters we're really familiar with who die in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was. I was very much like, oh god, as like that stuff was happening. Cause like I said, low tolerance for spook. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah that was that was a creepy scene in my opinion also just like the, the method of killing like the guy with his fucking unhinged jaw like yikes mm-hmm. um, so that, that was that um, I like how the sheriff who was uh, originally um, who was said to be on like on call that night when he was originally uh, out yeah. myersing uh, he only ever refers to Mike, Mike Myers as the thing or that thing. Like he never refers yeah. to them as a human being or anything like that, or like as a him or anything like that. He's just that thing. Um, kind of yeah. nice little nuance there. Yeah, because I believe um, Michael Myers kills his daughter. I believe in the original. Mm. That's probably why. 
my... one of Laurie's friends is his daughter. At this point, I'm just going to start reading out my notes to you, because um, you're familiar with the movie, so am I, and uh, the way this podcast works, the idea is you watch along with the movie, so I guess I should say this is the point where he starts walking from house to house. Yeah. He did a random murder, huh? Didn't kill the baby, though. He's not such a bad guy, eh? Okay, the second random murder was just funny. Um... <laughs> because <laughs> she's like it's almost parody of horror at that point where she's mm. like oh yeah I'll close the windows thanks for letting me know all this kind of stuff and you see him walking around the side and then mm. she's like looking out the window like almost spiking the camera as he walks up behind her and then just like it was it was so yeah. pointless and weird yeah. and just like yeah. no build up and just yeah like yeah. I said the very opposite. It was. He, he was. He was. If, if this was a Friday the Thirteenth film, it probably would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it was Halloween, it just wasn't as good. Because Friday the Thirteenth is he just kills everyone. Well, I mean, you've got to consider as well. I'm someone who doesn't know the context of the difference between Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth, and I still thought it was dumb. So. Um. Uh. Pretty much just the execution, I think. Um, no, no, I know. We've talked about it now, but like back when I was watching right. it, I didn't know. And yeah, yeah. I just, I, and at the time, I just thought it was dumb. So even if it was a Friday like, 13th movie, I'd be like... But basically, basically think one is mysterious and mm. like just appears. One will literally walk at you in a menacing manner. Yeah. Fair so. enough. Um, so when, when the, the babysitter and the kid stuff's happening, can you leave a door open a crack? What kid has ever said that? Leaving it open a crack is the scary mm-hmm. option, right? Wouldn't you mm-hmm. agree? You either leave a door wide open or you shut it. You don't leave it open a crack. I was like, that's going to come back and bite us in a minute. And it didn't really. Like, maybe with a closet, but mm, no. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like that kid, though. We never really learned what happened to the kid. I assume he just ran away, right? Yeah. Because we know Michael so. Myers isn't afraid of killing kids at this point in the movie, so... Um, I mean, well, the entire point of one of the movies is him hunting down a kid to kill them. So. Ah, I see. Um, we we swap to the party scene with a granddaughter, and she, she breaks up her boyfriend, who I don't think we ever see again, do we? No. Can I just say, that entire boyfriend, like, that boyfriend, the entire point of him was so she wouldn't have her phone. So I know, that's what I wrote down here. Lori, and it fucking pissed me yeah, off. Yeah, it was so obvious. Oh, that angered me so much. I've heard people talking about this, of how do you deal with the phone problem in modern horror movies? Because in old horror movies, part of the fear of it was, like, you can't get through to anyone. Um, yeah. Like, either the signal's down or the phone gets destroyed and you don't have any other phone in the house or in, something like that, right? Or the wire gets mm-hmm. cut, basically. But nowadays, everyone has a phone in their pocket. So it's it's almost funny to watch horror movies try and get around the fact of you can't get lost in the woods if you've got a phone in your pocket. Interesting thing about that, though, um, the, the film we watched the other night, uh, House of the Witch... As soon as they went, they got like, basically. Obviously, they get locked into a spooky house, and a witch starts killing them off one by one. Basically, um, the interesting thing about that is they all pull out their phones, and apparently, it's just a comp- they it it's set up so like the area is like a complete dead zone, so they can't get any signal at all. Yeah, that's how a lot of movies apparently do it, and it's and it's a bit of a cop out. Yeah, but. With it, the idea with that one though, it was like, oh, it's a witch, so she's just manipulating the area, so they can't actually do anything. So I mean, you know, if it makes kind sense of sense. the movie's law, that's fine. But it's just something I, I, I kind of like look out for. And the second he put her phone in the punch bowl, I was just like, all right, that's how we're doing this. Huh? <laughs> it was, it was dumb. And then 
And then uh, when she when she argues with him, uh, well, first of all, I said that's how they deal with the phone problem. Capital T, capital P, capital P. Yeah. This movie. And then she leaves her phone. I don't care if your phone's broken. You you grab your phone before you walk away. Like, like especially if as you're a teenager was, at a party. Come on. This was two years ago. It's probably resistant to, to yeah. fluids to some degree. Yeah, exactly. You take oh. you take that phone as you storm off. I don't care who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're like a luddite. Um, but then you wouldn't even have it in the first place. Um, uh, so yeah, we go back to the the babysitter, um, and o- I'm aware of the babysitter trope as well, so I kind of knew she was gonna die. Uh, also, mm-hmm. they almost fuck, so yeah, they gone die. Um, mm-hmm. That's another trope. But yeah, when Vicky never did... fuck in a horror movie, you'll die. Exactly right. Um, and Especially if what... it's Friday the Thirteenth. I wonder what that trope is about. I wonder if it's just a quick and cheap way um, to get the viewer invested in the characters of uh, like you want them the Friday to the Thirteenth, <laughs> and then they die even more upset. Th- yeah, for Friday the 13th, it's more specifically because of Jason. The idea is he drowned and died, you know, like, because the counselors were all fucking. Right. Interesting. So he goes around and kills them because his mother told him to. And maybe a trope just built off of Friday the 13th, even though... Yeah, because the whole trope sense. is built around because his mother basically is like... He, he hears his mother when he's going around and murdering people. Yeah. Um, and basically she's like, yeah, they were fucking while you were drowning, so you should probably kill them as revenge. Oh, uh-huh, I see. Um, so, yeah. That's where that comes from. Gotcha. Plus, like it's, it, it it can get away with stuff like that as well because it's a it's a high like rated movie. Yeah. You know. I was thinking it's a mature it, rated movie. I was thinking it was more of a psychological thing of um, like sex can be like a comfort thing, like where they're comfortable with each other. They're not necessarily super worried about their surroundings, and yeah, then obviously you can play that against them. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Like most vulnerable and all that. But yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna get back to reading my notes now. Okay, but when Vicky did the fake out thing asking the boogeyman to leave, I was having heart palpitations. Damn you, Reese. And then the next note is, oh, the double fucking fake out. He's actually there, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that got me. <laughs> Even if it was, you, okay, yeah, that was pretty good. I'm just like, you're my guide. You're my sherpa into horror here. So I don't know what's good and bad, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one, I'll be honest. But yeah, that, that definitely got me. <laughs> um, but then I laughed when, when um, Laurie showed up and um, and he's in the window. I know that's like a famous shot um, and that they're recreating. It's the reverse of the famous shot. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Because she... in the original, she looks out the window and he stood he stood in the uh, in the garden, like just staring up at her. So they play so around. It's literally reversing the shot. They play around with cool. role reversal. I really like that. That was really cool. Yeah, they play around with role reversal between the two then, because I guess in the first um, movie he's hunting her, and this one it's almost like she's hunting him. Um, and you said they recreated the the off the balcony onto the ground and then disappearing thing shot for shot, but just it's reversed. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's something that they did a lot. This, um, and with a therapist talking about how sometimes. Um, the victim becomes a victimizer later on. Maybe they were trying to, like, hint towards, well, what if Laurie's, you know, gone a little bit mm. too far off? I point? imagine that's one of the reasons I will be interested in watching the other ones because it'll yeah. be interesting to see if she becomes that, you know. Especially now she's because been they, they, they do they do that stuff in the originals as well. Yeah, uh, with Jamie in that she, I think she kills someone. Like, like say, oh, Michael Myers is gone. He's dead. It's all good. And then, like, Dr. Loomis walks up the stairs and he sees uh, Jamie with a bloody knife wearing a mask and he's just like, No! <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, freaking out. 
Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, I like that the boyfriend got killed off screen. Like, the last thing you see of him is him picking up a knife and saying, oh, fuck this kind of thing. Like, he's going to have to go mm. up and take on Michael Myers. You know he's not going to win. They don't even bother showing you what happens to him. The next time you see him, he's pinned to a wall <laughs> with a knife. It's like, yep, that's what happens. Pretty strong knife, that. Got to say, hold him up and everything. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's. I feel like that should be less about the force of being pinned to a wall for a knife and more about the effects of gravity that's after you're stuck to a wall for a knife, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It should like, uh, like a huge dead weight yeah. on a knife. <laughs> yeah. Who's Oscar again? Because I wrote that his death was just comical. Oscar? Oscar's oh, the... The... The, uh, the guy that was with um, the granddaughter. He was just in the. In the oh, garden, okay, yeah. So, yeah, when he when he tries to, you know, kiss her, and she's like, "No, piss off." Fuck that! By the way, fuck <laughs> this movie for pulling that shit constantly. Can I just say, what a fucking dumb plot points they did that shit with. <laughs> How do you mean? It was so fucking. I I I just didn't like it. I don't I didn't like what they were doing at all. Mm. And like this whole thing of like, oh, she's a damsel. Oh, we have to kiss her and stuff. And then she's like, no. It, <laughs> it was it was dumb. Like, I can kind of see what they were doing with it, but... It didn't oh, feel like a well-executed feminist message. No, no, it, <laughs> it wasn't done very well at all. It was done very cringily. Yeah, no, I, I was get like, that. guys, yeah. stop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when that stuff's done right, it's good, but maybe... Like, I yeah. mean, some of it was okay. Like, for instance, uh, the role reversal... Uh, the role reversal mm. with... Um, why do I keep forgetting her name? Laurie. Uh, where she's not necessarily um, scared of dying, she's just more protecting her family. So when she's scared, it's on that front. But she's more mm -hmm. of a badass in this movie rather than a victim. She's more of a hunter. Yeah. So that that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the granddaughter stuff didn't really come across as well, I guess. Um. Uh, but yeah, his death was funny when he was just talking to Mike Myers in the background. Mm -hmm. I thought at that point, because they had just mentioned something along the lines of what is it that makes him kill? Would he ever spare someone? Um, mm. And I thought if he spares Oscar because Oscar's just a, a poor, nice guy kind of a dude, mm. I'm going to fucking flip. But no, he did end up getting murdered. So I was like, OK. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, I, I just thought that was funny. The, the movie wasn't supposed to try and be funny at that point, but I thought it was just funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess I didn't write any notes for a few scenes there because then she runs away and um, she actually finds help. I was not expecting that. I thought from this point yeah. on it would be about Mike Myers chasing her. But no, pretty quickly she does find help. Initially, when she was knocking on the first door and nobody answered, I was like, wait, is this the same neighborhood he did the random murders in? And was he setting up an elaborate trap in that when she asked for help, there was no one around because they were all already dead. That would have been mm. cool, and that would have made yes, sense. Yes, if that was the entire, pre if that was the setup, then and then I would have completely forgiven it. Yeah, because that would have been amazing. But nope, just no one's home no. in the first house, and then she finds a house party, and they're all like, "Oh no, we'll hug you." And... Yeah, <laughs> oh, this 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 film is the reason it can't build tension is because it's so stop and start. Yeah, it's like, oh, they found help. Okay, that's good. Oh no, we're going again. Oh, but they found help. It's like. No, that's not how you do a horror film. <laughs> um, so yeah, at that point, uh, the police pick her up and they go looking for Mike Myers. They don't take her home first. They're like, all right, let's go looking for Mike Myers. Um, Wait, are they, did, they, did they go looking or are they taking her home and they just running? No, they him? say to her, 
look look for him out the window. Let us know if you see him. Uh, and then when they see him, I don't they... think that's actively like see like trying to seek him out though. I think they're just on the way and being like, if you see him. But when they see, see him, they don't drive away or like report. But then they run him down. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so fucking stupid as well. <laughs> yeah. And then the events that led after that were also fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, first that all... was the point of the movie. That I was I was checked out by, <laughs> as you can tell. Well, like I've the, said, I'm I mean, slightly as more... I can tell from the crazy levels on my audacity right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as as I've said before, I was I'm very naive when it comes to horror and uh, tension and stuff. And at this point, I was like, oh, they killed Mike Myers. That's interesting. Um, and then my next note was, oh, no, 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 no. First of all, I said, I swear to God, if Mike Myers, if a Mike Myers they just hit is some dude wearing a Mike Myers Halloween costume, I am done with this film. <laughs> that happens in the first one. And really it's brilliant. <laughs> it's so good. Um. Because there's there's a dude dressed up in a similar costume, and then Doctor Lewis is like, ah, he's there, get him, ah, and they're like running down. And he walks out into the middle of a road, gets hit by a van. The van swerves into a car, into no, sorry, into a tree, um, and then explodes. <laughs> and it's fucking brilliant, amazing. <laughs> uh, but I thought here, if they run him down and then they demask him, and it's not Mike Myers, I was going to be like, no, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> That's dumb. Um, that's that's how I felt anyway. Um, that would have been a great setup for the tension though, because then Mike Myers could have popped in and been like, "Hey," and I then guess, killed yeah. the doctor, and then she would have ran. And it was that more been better, I would I have been done in the sense of like, like stop with the fake outs because you know how I said about the double. Oh fake yeah, out there were a lot of fake outs. Yeah, yeah. They, that, like I said in in the original film, they only did it, and there was like there was another one where. A bunch of people were dressed up as Mike Myers. I see. Um, and they all were just like trying to freak him out. Yeah. Because this was the second film, I think, or something <laughs> like that. Um, my next What's note there? is. I can't remember. Oh, his therapist is nutty. Another trope. <laughs> um, yep. Myers sure is a resilient fellow. Don't go into the goddamn woods, which never actually got paid off. She just kind of arrived at home all safe. Uh, mm. By the way, she would have had to run past the corpse of her father. Uh, which would have had an effect on her, but no, she just ran past him. She didn't mm-hmm. stop and go, oh no, dad, cry, 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 or anything like that. She just ran past mm. him. And Laurie would be like, no, we've got to move, no. Yeah, no, you know, that, ran, that pretty, pretty it's fine. Thing. Yeah. It was fine, just ran past him. I mean, I know the guy was a dick, but come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, don't be an asshole in a horror movie either. Yeah. Kills. So it's at this point Mike Myers. Uh... So he... Oh, they have that whole thing. Okay, I, I kind of rushed ahead. They have that whole thing in the car where the the therapist turns out to be like, "Ooh, like this is what it, this is how he feels when he kills someone," and then like he sticks her in the back with him, and then they drive off. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up and just fucking kills the dude anyway. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> pointless. Um, and then she runs and escapes into the woods. Uh, so he takes that car and he drives it up to the other cops who have that very buddy cop moment of like, oh, you're going to feel sorry when these characters die. Didn't didn't feel sorry when the characters died. I didn't have any emotional investment whatsoever. And Mm -hmm. he stomps one of the dude's brains out in a single kick. And it was at that point I was like, wait, is he supposed to have superhuman strength? Um, So... (laughs) I think he's supposed to be, like, unnaturally strong, but not, like, crazy. I think it's at this point the movie takes a bit of a nosedive in terms of realism, because when he pulls up to the house, he's carved one of a guy's skulls out and turned it into a fucking jack-o'-lantern. Did you catch that? Yep. That was dumb. That was dumb. (laughs) I was like, come on. At no point has he shown... What's the word? Like... 
glee in what he does. It's it's just weird. It's weirdly cold and just like. I mean, he he. The reason he does that is to like scare certain people. Like I said, he does it in the original ones. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, to a degree. Like he he has people like strung up and stuff. Um, gotcha. There's no sort of glee taken out of it. He I think he's literally just trying to traumatize other people with it. But a jack o' lantern specifically, and he doesn't necessarily wave it at anyone either. Feels very mm. like self. Uh, yeah, it, like I said, I don't think they understood the character yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, first of all, I laughed. I was like, oh my god, and I was like, wait, I shouldn't be laughing at this point in the movie. Like that's that's a bit weird. Although that being said, I didn't consider it a necessarily awful or bad movie until you voiced your opinion. So again, I'm just using you as my Sherpa here. <laughs> um, we'll watch the original at some point. Um, together. Yeah. I think would probably be the best way. Oh yeah, that was my um, other point about the jack-o'-lantern. My note was, dude turned a guy's skull into a jack-o'-lantern. Where did he find the time to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't oh, mean yeah, to talk over point, you. Yeah. Just... Well, I was going to say, it would be a good idea if we watched the original together at some point, so you can see what I mean. Yeah. And then, how did you feel about the final showdown in the house with the three generations side by side? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm taking that as not positive. <laughs> I don't know, because... I think some of it was alright. Some of it was good. Some of it was alright, yeah. Um, some of it was very, like, tropey, though, for sure. Yes. Like, I mean, even that it, in it's itself annoying was as well because it reminded me of a good horror movie, which is disappointing. Mm. Um, it's, there's a very similar kind of... Uh, I don't know if you've heard of or seen uh, A Quiet Place. You probably haven't seen it, but if you have heard, heard of it, it, yeah. It's got, um, it's got dude from The Office and his wife in it. Um, huh. His actual wife. Uh, and um, yeah, it's uh, the entire premise is monsters have got like super monsters appear that have got super good hearing and basically hunt humans down. Yeah. So then the entire movie is like that's a brilliant film for good intention, by the way. It's fucking brilliant. Um, but like, so there's a lot of like just quiet nothing in a lot of the film. So like, any sound is explosively loud. Yeah. Because of how quiet the rest of the film is, and um, yeah, there's like a cellar area. Yeah. Um, and it just reminds me of a scene from that, which is a very similar kind of thing. Also, a lady has a baby during that as well, while monsters are walking around. And good Oof. lord. <laughs> yeah, that's... It is all of the tension. Try staying quiet when you're having a fucking baby, yikes. Yeah, yeah that sounds like I mean, a good if she movie. doesn't, eventually they set off fireworks to offset her screaming. Ah, uh, gotcha. To, like, be, like, a louder noise, overtake her noise. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to, back to this movie. I was going to say, I think... The point which annoyed me about the final showdown was she opened her gun cabinet and they had so many guns. And mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, so you've got three people here. This is one guy. He's got a knife and you've got a fucking <laughs> a warehouse of guns. <laughs> um, it doesn't turn into an action movie as it shouldn't have, but like, I, I don't know, like, it just felt, and they did use the guns to decent effect, but like, it just mm -hmm. felt, at one point you have to be like, how, how much can one man do? One man with a knife versus all these people with guns. It felt very like, oh, you're supposed to still be afraid that they won't be able to do with him because he's the yeah. mythological Mike Myers, you know? And I was like, mm. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, there was definitely the fear factor there for the survivors, or two of the three of the survivors, but, like, 
yeah, I was like, just, you've got, <laughs> you have so many guns, use the guns, that was my note there. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's because at one point, like, literally, he's creeping around up top, and it's just the mother and the daughter. And this was before she picks up a gun, and they were just looking at the floorboards, and I was like, what are yeah. you doing? Use the guns. <laughs> I was just annoyed. Yeah, it was, I, I think it, it was set up for some character development crap but it was done really terribly in a situation that just it didn't work in yeah um it would have been scary if she didn't have guns but that wouldn't make sense because she said she's been preparing for 40 years so it's just a big mess Um, yeah i think the entire premise of it was just done very badly yeah um but like the fact that laurie was prepared for it kind of ruins the entire movie yeah i guess it kind of does in a way it's you can't have your cake and eat it too like it's cool that you have uh the the tables flipped of laurie hunting um mike myers sorry michael myers the actor has nothing to do with this movie but um (laughs) but when you have that you can't necessarily have the horror and suspense that you had before and i think they tried to create that by having um her still have something to be worried about which was protecting her daughter and her granddaughter but like they, they didn't I, I necessarily like to, work. I think I think what would have been better because I, I think what they were trying to do was have Laurie become the new Dr. Loomis in that he was hunting Michael Myers in the original ones right. where now she's hunting Michael Myers and then the flip side being that Michael Myers is going after the, the granddaughter right. or the daughter and then the flips and then that's the flip around like the idea that like history repeats itself kind of thing yeah but then it just went off on a weird thing that just it didn't work no i feel like if they'd done it that way it would have been a lot better because it's always been a generational thing like yeah. they, they've, they've done that in the original movies and stuff and it was really interesting how they did it yes. um but like remake the original film yeah but everyone's older and the roles have changed mm. apart from obviously michael and I think that would have made a much more interesting movie. See, like, the how Laurie's, like, rising to defend a horror that she had to deal with. Defending yeah. a horror that she had to deal with. Um, I thought that would... I think that would have been brilliant. Yeah. Um, unless they were setting up for her to be, like, a descent into madness to become the new, you know, mm. the new shape. Which, by the way, um, I was going to ask you about. For, for one of the final scenes where she strikes him from the shadows and says, Happy Halloween, Michael and you just see her face, and then she lunges from the shadows. Is that a direct reference to a scene from the first one? Because it felt nope. like it, no? Nope. I feel like I've seen that kind of thing from somewhere before. I'm not sure where, nope. though. Huh. Laurie and... Because um, she, she stalked for most of the film, and then, like, the last, I want to say, 10 minutes mm-hmm. is when she actually has to deal with him. Yeah. Like, 10, 15 minutes. So she doesn't deal with him for, like, most of the film, and then suddenly everyone's dead, and Michael's here. Like yeah. it's just so sudden, so she's like she's super traumatized, and I think like that film made Jamie Lee Curtis's career. Like that was, <laughs> I think that was the first like notable movie she was in. Yeah. Halloween, um, and rightly so, she's a fantastic actress, um, with with some range apparently. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think I, I I do I did like her in this film as well. I have to say, I think she played her role very well. Yeah. Um, I think it was like the Mark Hamill of horror movies kind of deal. I think. Mm where um, she had to play like a role that in a movie that ended up not being that great or people didn't think that was, was that great. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, I, I, I she's definitely to, I one to... of the best parts of the movie. Um, For sure. She... I'd like to hear her opinion on it, honestly, like comparing the two. I yeah. think it would be interesting from her perspective of being like playing the both roles. I got paid. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, but that's not something you just come back to without having yeah. some sort of connection, you know? Yeah, no, I know. Um, I mean, that's the thing with movies, right? It's like, it's, it wasn't necessarily ill-intentioned. Like, they probably really wanted to make another really good Halloween movie. Um, For sure. They just missed the point, I think. Yeah. Which is upsetting. Like, it definitely, like, it wasn't, like, there, obviously there was the pandering and stuff, which I think they were just, they just wanted to get in there as, like, a, as like a, a service for, like, the fans have waited 40 years or whatever. Like, because I think Rob Zombie did some reboots, um, which I haven't watched, but they're a lot more bloody, a lot mm. more gory. Um, I think Laurie gets, like, stupid injured after the first one, and so in the second one, it's, like, the start of her just getting patched up, and she's just, like, covered in viscera. Oh, lovely. Um, uh, yeah, I, so I haven't actually watched the entire films. Uh, this one, the only part I've actually seen was that. Um, but, yeah, I think I think these were definitely guys that, like, wanted to make something, like from something they'd heard of like it feels like these guys didn't like either hadn't watched the original films mm. or thought they knew enough of it and enough of like the horror genre to be like yeah we can make a film out of this like mm. knew the context and we're like okay we'll do that yeah without any of the sort of like the feeling behind it and the emotion and the tension and what makes those horror movies good yeah well they had the music um, and they had jamie lee curtis Yes, what more do you and need? they had the original shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what more do you need? <laughs> um, my final note here is, we don't get confirmation that he's dead. Boo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, I mean, um, come on. <laughs> you can't just they, roast they, him alive and then have him not be there. Like, fuck off. <laughs> him not being there is, uh, yeah, he's... It's basically saying, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. Um, that's that. Though it's not done as well as being flat on your back on a lawn and then you look away and look back and he's gone. Mm. That's very different. There was a fucking inferno going on in that cellar. Yeah. Like, um, that's my problem. He's a superhuman at this point. Like, how does he survive that? Come like, it, they just made it, they just made it too unbelievable, I think. Yeah. Which doesn't make it scary. Yeah. Um, and it, it feels like the whole movie was for nothing as well because the whole point of this movie was this time we're gonna get him. And then you go through all that and it's like because they didn't even in the original, like even though he could take all the damage, it still felt like you could stagger him or make yeah. him stumble and stuff like that. This film, whenever that, like whenever there was a moment where he like paused or where he stumbled, it didn't feel right because they built him up to be this unstoppable machine. Exactly, yeah. Like this unnatural thing that would just wouldn't stop. If they if they um, had if they had gone with a moment where the daughter shoots him in the head and then like he actually fucking died, that would have been like really cathartic in a way. Like oh, it's finally over. Like, or maybe like, maybe just have him get roasted alive, and that's fine too. Like, I don't know. Like, have him like, have him like, do what they did in the original. Have him like, because it, she shot him on the stairs, right? Right. And then he like fell down. Have him fall down the stairs and just be like, pretend dead for a while, yeah. and then have him just stand up again. Yeah. Or and do something, you know? Yeah. I feel get, like... like the last last hit in, and like maybe catch one of them off guard as they're leaving or something and kill them. Like, just appear like he does. I think that would have been great. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if they do... I can't see where they would go with sequels for the, these reboots. Like, at this point, he's basically superhuman, right? Are they going to lean into that aspect of it? And if they do, that's not going to be a great Halloween movie, I feel like, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say I'm particularly thrilled about the idea of having I... sequels. <laughs> so... Feels so, like they're trying to build uh, it. I just, yeah. So I just remembered. Um, so obviously in the first one, I told you um, 
how he gets shot a bunch um, and then obviously falls out a window and gets stabbed. Mm. I just remembered in the second one, he gets even more punishment than that. He literally has an entire firing squad of like 10 dudes shooting at him <laughs> and then falls into an abandoned mine shaft. Like, and he also like gets hit by a car, he gets stabbed a few times. Um, no, second one, I'm, I'm misremembering the second one because in this, in this I'm, unless I'm like getting my films mixed up. Mm. I might be getting my films mixed up. But no, because that's the third one. That's it. That's, that's the one with Jamie. It's the firing squad one. In the second one, he literally fucking explodes. Um, <laughs> Dr. Loomis, because um, they, ma they managed to blind him somehow. I can't remember how. Mm. Um, and so, like, he can hear them moving. So, we're, like, he's swiping at him whenever he hears them. Yeah. Um, and then basically they're in a room because they're in a hospital they're in a room full of like oxygen tanks so they light it they light them all up and then um, Dr. Loomis fires his gun yeah. and then the entire fucking thing explodes mm. but then at the end you just see like a shadowy figure walking through on fire and just carrying on it's like yeah when they had that shot of a house burning I, I, I thought he was going to appear in the doorway or something like mm. yeah <laughs> Dr. Loomis also survives that as well though so ah, okay so that was that was Halloween, twenty eighteen. Um, overall, it did eh. it did me some frightens, um, but did you spookums? Yeah, it definitely had some spookum moments, um, and I guess you know I enjoyed the thrill of being scared at, at points, but I can definitely see how this didn't necessarily live up to the expectations um, mm. of the original Halloween movies. And like I said, I really don't think they should do sequels for this. Like, if it had ended with him dying and it was just like a one-off, I would have been like, sure. But, man, like, I can't see anything they would do in a sequel that wouldn't just feel like they're milking it, you know? Yeah. Um, but maybe I'm just a grump and a grouch. Um, I, 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 there could be ways to do it. It's just, I, it would be interesting to see if, if, people gave them decent feedback about this and were like hey like it, it, i'm actually curious how, how much did this much how much did this make so anyway, i'm gonna compare this to like the original one as well i'm gonna see halloween. what the overall rating is for it so halloween oh, rotten tomatoes i just realized so the newest one got uh 255 million um it's got a seventy percent audience score on Tomatoes, hmm. which is okay. Which is, I think, that's earned. It had good moments, you know. So the annoying thing about this is it made a lot of fucking money. Uh, <laughs> wait, did it? Hang on, hang on. I need Back to in two check. seconds. Vamp for me. Vamp. Okay, so I'm just looking at this up now. So the original made. A lot of money, good lord. Compared to how much was spent on it, so three hundred thousand, uh, three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars was spent, and it made forty-seven million. So that's I'm back. Pretty good. Um, they actually put more. Hello. Hi. I was just saying. Um, they spent just over three hundred thousand dollars on the original one, uh, and it made forty-seven million. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty good. And worldwide, it was seventy. Oh damn. Um. The second one didn't it was a lot more spent on it, but uh, didn't do as well. Uh, made about ten times back. Uh, but in terms of the newest win, uh, let's So ten million budget, and it made one hundred fifty nine apparently. Domestic. I see. So comparatively, that's less. 
it made less money than the original. Oh, okay. Um, but it also com- comparing it to um, the last Halloween film that came out, which was two thousand and nine, it is five times. It made the five times the amount. Yeah. And Halloween and Halloween two, which is what was the was the last one that was made, um, was fifteen million uh, budget, and the, this one was uh, ten. So gotcha. there you go. Right. So um, uh, also, its opening weekend was seventy six million. Yeah, people, they're, people, obviously, they're going to keep making these because they made a lot of money. Yeah, which is a shame. You should never make movies like that for that reason. You know, yeah. like I know. I understand movies, why you would, but don't. <laughs> like, uh-huh. if you really care about making a good movie alongside that desire to keep the franchise going because it's a money maker, then fine. Have a publisher side who wants to make the money of it, and like the the director and all that side of it who actually cares about the film, but don't just milk it for the sake of milking it. Like it's a it's a, it's a pain in the ass trying to watch these movies right as well because three of them are called Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I took a screen cap of the one on the Netflix, one and I was like, this one. In, <laughs> yeah, you've got the one into from two thousand seven, which I think was directed by Rob Zombie, and then you got the, obviously the two thousand eighteen one now. Yeah. Um, okay, so next week, Reese, is still Halloween month. Um, so we are going to be travelling back to the far-off time of 1984 um, to see the 18-rated movie A Nightmare on Elm Street, because I've been curious about hey. that movie for years, uh, ever since I, I saw like The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode, which spooked which one? It. Which one's that one from? Which What year was it, sorry? 1984. 1984? Oh, is that actually on Netflix, is it? It is. I checked before this podcast started, so we'll be watching that. I assume it won't be too spooky because it is old. Um, uh, yeah, it won't be that spooky. Uh, the old ones, like typically, like they have their moments, but yeah. I don't think I've seen the original of this, so this should be interesting. Yes. Um, I've seen like various ones, but uh, I believe this one won't be too much. This won't. This one won't dive into the dream stuff too much. That's fine. I believe because the original ones, I think he's just a kid killer. So that's fine. Uh, I know that uh, the third one is called Dream Warriors because that came up on my search. I was like, that sounds like it goes places. <laughs> Dream Warriors, um, Aaron recently spoke about on Game Grumps. Yeah, and, that's what. Uh, I don't think I've watched that one, and uh, it sounds amazing. So. <laughs> but yes, we'll be watching A Nightmare on Elm Street next week, so if you are watching along, feel free to watch that for next week's episode. Um, final thoughts, Reese, before we wrap this up? Um. I think the film definitely. Like, I think what you said was good. Was good in that it was. Uh, it definitely tried to do something, um, but unfortunately, it fell short quite a lot in yeah. that it didn't really capture the essence of what makes a Halloween film good, and just what makes Michael Myers scary and what why it's interesting to watch. Um, but they definitely had some good points in it for sure. There, there was definitely stuff that was done well. Um, it's just unfortunate that it wasn't a like complete follow through of it. Obviously, you're never going to make a perfect horror film. Um, especially in this day and age where I feel like modern day horror films are probably the hardest thing to make in the world yes. like, and make them good um, but they took a try and there were good points in it but for the most part I just, I didn't enjoy it um, but I mean fr- from a fresh perspective if I hadn't watched it maybe I would have enjoyed it more but I think because I'm so my my idea of a good horror film is if it's if it needs to have a good atmosphere and build good tension or else it's just not good and yeah. i think if even if i'd watched it without watching the originals i would have seen that and been like no i yeah. didn't get into it <laughs> so 
Yeah. That, those are my thoughts. I, I think it was all right, but definitely lots of space for doing better, which hopefully they may adjust in the new one. Mm. Um, if it made so much money, maybe they have a better budget, maybe they have more time to do some certain things. I mean, they have more time to do stuff now as well because they've been delayed. Yeah. So, you know, it's delayed till next. Um, it's called Halloween Kills. I see. And then the last that will be Halloween Ends. Oh. Until the next reboot, apparently. And then after that, it's called Lightfall. Um... <laughs> little Destiny 2 joke for you. For me, I would yeah, say maybe. closing thoughts. I'm still not sure I'm a huge Halloween... Uh, not sorry, Halloween. I love Halloween. Uh, I'm still not sure I'm a huge horror movie kind of a guy. Um, <laughs> I, we got like halfway through this movie, or I got like halfway through this movie, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I've got like another hour to go. Like, that's how low my threshold is for, for scares. I was like, ah, oh, jeez, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's fun. It's just very like... I felt like shaky at the end of a movie and that's not necessarily because I was shaking in my boots like levels of scared it's just because it gets my tension up and uh, I'm mm -hmm. not sure I, I love that feeling so much but uh, anyways next week will be Nightmare on Elm Street and we'll see how that one affects uh, your boy I hate it when I refer mm -hmm. to myself as your boy I don't know why I do it but I did it I did it just then did you hear me I did it <laughs> and there's no taking it back it's happened everyone heard it um so yeah um Reese, we still haven't come up for suitable outro for these podcasts, mate. Oh my god, dude! So something to look forward to for this film as well. Okay. This is Johnny Depp's film debut as well. <laughs> is it? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. See if we can spot him. Yeah, I, I, to this day, I still don't necessarily know what that dude looks like because I don't watch behind the scenes bullshit. And well, I say bullshit. I don't watch behind the scenes stuff and or interviews and stuff like that usually. Um, and usually in movies he's in, he's very made up to look a certain he way. He is very made up. So yeah. usually when someone's like, "That's Johnny Depp," I'm like, "Oh he's yeah, actually it is. A pretty ha he's actually a pretty handsome dude. Hmm. Uh, he's a pretty awesome dude too." But yeah, cool. Um, for a while there, we thought he was a bad guy, but it turned out that he wasn't. So, at least that's oh, as far as I'm aware. The other party was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's as far as we're aware. Uh, we'll yes. see you next week for Nightmare on Elm Stream. Goodbye. Right. See you later.